0: What is going on, you guys? Welcome to the Strong Life Podcast. My name is Kendra Jarrett. Today, I wanted to jump on here real quick. This is an impromptu, but I've done this before. This is what the hell are macros? What is all this hubbub people are talking about? Um, One of the reasons I'm doing this is because I just was in my app where I coach my people and somebody said, I have no idea what macros are. And yet they came into the app, they have their macros they have their total calories but just help me understand what they are this is going to be so 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 basic and as you progress in your fitness journey and you learn more about this you'll it'll start to sink in but i think i think we believe that when we're learning something we should get it much faster than we do this person that i'm talking to and working with said i want to do a total lifestyle and physical body transformation so what that means is that they're going to have to understand all of the aspects and why they're doing them and that's just going to take time you know it's like i kind of i say this a lot but it's like driving a car you had all of these things going on remember sitting in that car for the first time and you're like oh my gosh how am i going to do this And now you're like, you got music going. You're not even thinking about it. You're ghost driving half the time. That's what this is going to be for you. But you have to be willing to practice and put in the work and it's going to start to click. Now, I do have a episode on YouTube that I did not do a podcast on because it's purely visual and it is called How to Hit My Macros. And I show you through the app that I use how you would do that, food choices. So if you haven't seen that, go to YouTube and watch. Um, We're gonna keep it super basic today though, okay? I don't want this to be long and drawn out. So um, first of all, I remember learning about macros probably about like eight years ago. I had a woman, um, a friend of mine who I hadn't seen for a while and she just looked amazing. She got leaner, she looked strong. We did CrossFit together, and it just, I stopped doing CrossFit for a variety of reasons. And then I saw her and I was like, whoa, what are you doing? She's like, I'm counting macros. And I just had no idea what that means. So macronutrients are protein, carbohydrates, and fats. And those are the three main things that we should be concerned about. Outside of that, we have water, uh, all you know, uh, fiber. There are other things that you want to consider in your diet, but let's just talk about protein, carbohydrates, and fat. Now, let's talk about them in terms of uh, grams, okay? So that's just food weight. So that's just a measurement. And there's a lot of information out there about like the kind of, you know, uh problem with counting calories. So macros are a great way for you to essentially you're you're counting calories but you're kind of getting to the the meat and potatoes of what your total caloric intake is. So, I realize that's a mouthful, but we have those three macronutrients. Protein and that's when we think of things like fish, chicken, beef, um, vegetarian protein would be tofu, beans, edamame. So that is protein. Now I am not a vegetarian. I'm not a vegan. So I'm not an expert on how you would reach your goals with that type of diet. There are probably way better people to follow than me for that. But I do have a few on my team who have really managed to hit that protein goal, uh, with supplementation and just like really careful. St- Food selections. So we've got protein. Protein comes in at four calories per gram. Okay. So it, we recommend one gram of protein per pound of your goal or ideal body weight. And there's a range. So let's say 0.8 to 1.2. I've gone up as much as 1.75 for some clients. Um, so there's some flexibility there. So if your goal weight is 150, I personally would set your protein about 150, give or take, okay? There's flexibility there. Carbohydrates, four calories per gram. Uh, Now, carbohydrates are an energy macro. Let me back up and talk about the benefits of protein. So protein is not typically used for fuel and it's a essential part of any diet, and it's typically often, especially in a caloric deficit, it's the highest percentage uh, macronutrient that somebody would consume that I would have somebody consume because it is responsible for so many functions in the body. It's responsible for muscle tissue repair. It doesn't really store itself as body fat. And it's, it's just, it's critical to the goal of building muscle. So I have a lot of women who come to me and they've been lifting weights maybe, but they've been overdoing cardio, under eating protein, under eating in general, and then over consuming on the weekends. We got alcohol involved all that stuff is going to impact your results. But most women I've seen on average come to me around 60 grams of protein roughly, which is a fraction of where they need to be. If the goal is to build muscle, it's very difficult. If you're a coach listening to this, to get somebody to wrap their head around that much protein, it's just, it's like, it's like counterintuitive, but the science behind it with about a gram per pound is undeniable it's undeniable Um, go back and listen to my talk with dr chad on the three pillars of fat fat loss and you will hear about studies over and over it's it's undeniable now uh that's the protocol for protein one gram per pound of your goal body weight now if somebody this is why if somebody is coming to me and they're in a caloric deficit and they're hungry and they're a little uncomfortable, I might adjust and increase their protein because there's not going to be a huge downside and maybe decrease one of their other energy macros. When those are overconsumed, they store as body fat along with obviously total calories. So protein is the number one, I would say most important and least understood by certainly women. I know we know we need it, but the volume is way more than you think. And I just had a message from somebody who said, I upped her protein to like 160. And she was like, Like a month ago, I would have freaked out. I had, she had no idea. But once, if you find a coach that you trust and you trust the process and you start seeing results of their people and you start understanding why that's important, it you'll, you can come around to this idea. It it makes a lot of sense. So anyway, that's protein. We've got carbohydrates, carbohydrates, four calories per gram. Now, carbohydrates store also water. They just pull in water, four grams for every gram of carbohydrate consumed. So that shows up in the scale. That's why some people, if you just like like have a huge carb day, you can just blow up the scale or feel inflamed. You've got water you're pulling in. So you want to make sure you're hydrated as well. That's the other key ingredient of uh, a really healthy body and fat loss program is, is hydration. So four calories per gram. Now, a lot of people are terrified of carbohydrates. You probably should be, but you should be terrified of overconsuming like garbage. That's about it. But carbohydrates are essential for the the brain. Uh, they are brain food. They're essential for energy and they are, okay ketosis i suppose if we say essential they're not essential like you can survive without them that that's that's probably i'm a, i'm a overstating their value here but they are um i i tell you when i have women who come to me with keto the on keto they are not happy people and it is not sustainable for the most part so the carbohydrates are important. They also are what are, is going to help deliver fiber, which is important for gut health and overall satiation, and they're part of the um, muscle building process in the first place. So a lot of people just want to cut them out to see the scale go down, which might be satisfying in the short term, but I promise you it is not helping you in the long run. So carbohydrates are for energy. This is a fuel macro, and they are not something that you want to cut out completely from your diet just to lose weight. That's not going to be sustainable. And then the second you introduce them back, what happens? You blow up again. So um, the fourth macro coming in at nine calories per gram is fat. Now hear me with fats. Fats help your body store vitamins And they do play a role in building hormones um, like testosterone and estrogen, cholesterol, and these are important for you. And so cutting these out is not ideal. You want to be consuming obviously healthy fats, found in nuts, avocado oil, fish, fatty fish, omega-3 supplementation, which is a huge uh, part of my diet. I do 4,000 milligrams a day of full mega, which I'll link for you guys for arthritis, but fat is so important. Now, I'm going to speak from my personal experience. High fat, low carbohydrate diets for my women whose goal is to get lean and build muscle is not where I see the most results coming from. Now, everyone with Whole30 and keto, they just go crazy on the nuts and think, well, it's good fat, right? Well, good fat, when eaten in excess, stores as body fat. It's the slower to digest, whereas protein, it actually takes calories to digest protein, which is why they call it like that magic macro, where carbohydrates instantly and fats are a little bit slower. So you can get that satiated feeling with a nice balanced meal of protein, carbohydrates and fats all mixed together. So when you come into an app like mine or you're working online and you have some macro percentage, right? It says 40, 30, 30 or something like that, which isn't a terrible place to start. All of those macronutrients, let's say it's 160 grams of protein, 130 grams of carbohydrates, 50 grams of fats. Those, each of those macronutrients make up some calorie number. And when you add them all together, that's what makes your total caloric intake for the day. So macros, all they are is a breakdown of your calories. They kind of, the beauty of macros is that they get rid of this idea that it's only about calories. It's not, that's an oversimplification from weight loss coaches, and I can appreciate that. But on the other hand, broccoli, which is a carbohydrate, is not the same as a piece of candy, which is a carbohydrate, okay? So these are different, and you can't just say 30 calories of candy is the same as 30 calories of of broccoli. It's not. One has nutrients, one doesn't. One has fiber, one doesn't. One costs you calories to digest it in the case of broccoli. One does not. So you got to be real careful with just like, if I can fit it into my macros, it, it goes. You can get away with that the higher body fat you have, the less you have the, uh, been doing this. But as you start, your body starts to adapt you know, that's no longer effective. Plus, like you'll just feel better with nutrient dense, higher quality foods. It's not about being an elitist or clean eating or whatever. It's about like common sense. Your body is a, is a machine. And so like, don't feed it like it's a garbage can with just junk because you want it in the moment. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can, but if you're listening to me, you probably have a goal. So Feed it well, man, you know, like take care of it. You got you have one, one opportunity, one life, and you can get away with abusing your body for a while. But if you're my age at almost 50, like this is not going to last forever. The health problems associated with eating like shit and being overweight, they're coming. They're coming for you. They are. And whether it's that you can't get up and down off the floor and play with your grandkids, or you can't say yes when everyone's gonna go for a walk. It It's coming. And so the quality of your food is gonna be important. Now, I'm not like one of those people who's like anti-seed oils or I'm only organic. I I get it, I'm not like that at all. But But also like be really careful that you're not just fitting junk in. And I see it all the time. Um, the other thing about junk is it's really easy to miscalculate. Like if I see like six potato chips, I'm like, no, that didn't happen. I mean, maybe it did, but you know what I'm saying? Um, alcohol is an, they say is another macro. You should probably be calculating alcohol as carbohydrates and fats. And I'll do a a podcast on how to calculate alcohol, but it's more than you think. And it is, uh, can be detrimental to a fat loss goal. Like I just see it like stopping people dead in their tracks. It depends on how much you consume, who you are, so you can, I can't just say blanket statement, but I I have to I have to say I don't see uh, like a lot of people getting away with weaving in regular alcohol and reaching uh their goals. It it depends though. You can get through some phases. Again, the more fat you have to lose, you know, the more forgiving it is. And then as your body adapts, you have to change. You just, you have to change. So those are the three major macronutrients. I'm typically going to go with that one gram per pound of your goal body weight. And then I'm going to shoot for 10 to 12, maybe 13 calories uh, per uh, pound of your goal body weight. So That's another thing to kind of keep in mind. So, um, if we have, if your goal is 150 pounds, I might give you 1500 calories, 1600 calories, somewhere in that range, broken down with the starting point of protein, one gram per pound, and we'll fill in the gaps with the other macronutrients based on your workouts, your preference and what I think is is reasonable and sustainable based on the thousands of people I've worked with. So uh, we do have some kind of lines in the sand. These are not Bible, but uh, we want for women, probably not much less than 40 grams of fat. That's pretty much on the low side, 100 grams of carbohydrates. I can tell you from experience, once you start going into the you know, 13, 1200 calorie range with lower carbohydrates. And you're starting to get, it's starting to get real difficult. And the margin of error is small. So I start somebody out with as much food as possible so that we have some wiggle room. We start out with resistance training three times a week, at the very least, like minimum. We've got in 10,000 steps a day. We've got that caloric intake as high as we can, and you should not be trying to get like instant rapid weight loss. Again, go back and listen to Three Pillars of Fat Loss because that's going to help kind of level set you with uh, how I'm going to progress with this podcast. Um, but definitely, definitely be careful that you're not slashing calories as a quick way to lose weight, missing the protein. Um, and you know, you got it. There's some trial and error here. Like nobody can tell you exactly. Although I do have a pretty good, I have a pretty good idea at this point of exactly what somebody, where I would start somebody based on years of experience, you know, when I'm sure if you're experienced in your job, to me, it would seem impossible. And to you, it's like, it's nothing. And that's how this is for me. I can look at pictures, height, weight, age, get some history and have a pretty good idea of where I would start somebody. You have to trust the process though, because you know, sometimes it takes a little bit of, um, a little bit more information. Maybe you miss, uh, you know, misrepresented how hard your workout or how many workouts you can do. And your coach has you at a macro setting and caloric intake that seems reasonable and you're not getting results, but don't quit. Do not give up. If you have a coach or you're working with me, this is a collaboration. This isn't like dictatorship. Do what I tell you, you know, that's not what we're doing. We're trying to find the right balance for you. However, there are some truths and that that is that fat loss requires resistance training, enough protein and a, and a, the proper caloric intake and macronutrient breakdown. So a lot of people try to hit protein and calories as a priority. Totally get that. It's a great place to start. I usually push my people to get hit all of their marks. And the reason I do that is because my most successful people behave like that. And the volatility of carbohydrates and fats in someone's diet can make it more difficult for them to progress. This is my experience, okay, as a coach. That is what I see. And that's so that's how I help people progress. If you're somebody who's listening to this and you sort of been all over the place, if you can hit your targets and pre-track your food, make a plan, I promise you, it will. you'll at least be easier to coach because we can see what you're doing and, and kind of how your body responds to carbohydrates, how it responds to higher fat. But if your calories are all over the place and you're not getting results... It's very difficult to be able to tell you what is working and what isn't working when you're starting on this too. And this wouldn't be forever, but you want to stay as consistent as you can with your food. Keep it simple, you know, keep it simple. Find some staples that you like that help you fit those into your macros without eating junk and progress from there. You got to start somewhere. So, that is a super high level of what macronutrients are. Remember, we also have micronutrients, all of the vitamins and minerals, and we'll talk about those as well. But macronutrients really need to be understood. We need to get in that protein. We need to get in some moderate carbohydrates. Some people need high carbohydrates. I was just texting with somebody today. You, there are no rules, by the way. I have a woman who's 61. She's about 290 grams of carbohydrates, 140 grams of protein, 65 grams of fat. She's 5'2", she's 65. That blows my mind. On the other hand, I have somebody who, and, and by the way, she's shredded. So that is her metabolism, that's her muscle mass, that's her activity, that's her probably her personality. There's a lot of evidence about that. If you've listened to Dr. Huberman, there are personality types, kind of shakers, those leg shakers- high intensity people. um, Those macros are unheard of. And you wouldn't expect that from a 61 year old. On the other hand, I have a uh, 45 year old who's super active. And it seems like we can't really get her calories above 1400 or, you know, she starts the body fat gain. So with her, we're working on changing up the training style and getting that metabolism into a healthy place. But I don't make the calorie rules and neither do you, your body is where it is. And you have to really just be okay with where you need to start and where you might go. Like I've had people say, you know, by the end of this challenge, I want to be able to eat 175 carbs. It's like, I mean, you could do that now you could eat 175 carbs. You can't control that. You just, you, you can't control that. And that's why it's important to stay connected with your coach, do your weekly check-ins and don't like F around with stopping and starting and coming in and out. It's very difficult to help somebody progress who's behaving like that, or who's kind of out there Googling different things and trying all kinds of things and not really sticking with the plan. Um, So I guess this is a be coachable podcast too, but my point is, you know, uh, your best friend might be able to drink alcohol and eat a ton of food. And she's like skinny mini and you can't, but if you can't, you can't, I can't my, for me to lose body fat, I have to go 1500 or less. I have to add in significant amounts of cardio. Um, I could eat less food, but I'd be below my basal metabolic rate. And I don't want to do that. That's where we start to, you know, lose some muscle. And that's why I don't like my people to just start slashing calories. Cause that's not always ideal, especially if your goal is to build muscle. So don't worry about what anybody else's macros are. Uh, don't worry about what somebody else can do or you can't, that you can't do because that's just, it's the way it is. Um, the way to control and improve a metabolism is through movement and muscle and nutrient-dense foods. So if I have a higher protein, that's helping with my metabolism. Why? Because it takes calories for me to break down that protein. And that is good news. That should be very exciting to everybody listening. It's exciting. Um, So there are a couple of other little tricks about macros and meal timing, and I'll get into that into another podcast. But I want you to understand the basics of macros, protein, carbohydrates, fats, and uh, definitely, definitely, if you're working with me, we'll find your sweet spot for sure for total caloric intake. So reach out, check the show notes, ways for you to get connected with me. If any of this was helpful, and oh my gosh, you guys, I could talk about this for days. i If I get on a uh, episode with Coach Kenny, we could just we could just spend probably two hours talking about this. But we're gonna keep it simple. Um, if you're starting out and you're new, just track your food, okay? Don't worry about hitting all of your targets. You're just learning to track food. You're learning what they are. Um, but they are important, really, really important um, to be able to reach your goals. The right mix. Uh, and certainly, as you age, it's really important to get in that protein. So um hopefully that was helpful. Five stars, please. If you found anything on this podcast helpful or any of my content anywhere and you consume it, that is the best that is the best form of payment you could give me. Share the show. Um, and if this is on YouTube, feel free to drop in comments and questions and, um, thank you so much for listening and uh, have an awesome day.